You're lying on a couch talking about your childhood while a man sits just next to you with a little pen and notepad scribbling down notes as you talk. I'm sure this is the image that comes to mind for most people when you talk about psychology, but today we look at psychology and how they view life purpose. Hi, this is Darren with Philosophize Now. So, what is psychology? Psychology is the study of the mind and behavior. It tries to study these two aspects from a scientific point of view. There's much debate about how this study should be done. and This is why there are so many different branches of psychology. Most well-known branches of psychology all deal with abnormalities of the mind, such as depression, anxiety, and so forth. We will be looking at the less well-known branches of psychology, which deal with what is known as human flourishing. They take normal and healthy individuals and they look at what is needed for them to live a good life. One such branch is known as positive psychology. Positive psychology is the scientific study of what makes life worth living. So what does this mean? Well, let's just give you an insight into some of the things positive psychologists have studied. They've studied the correlation between an happy life and a meaningful life and have found that it's strongly correlated. They studied such factors of how life satisfaction, full engagement in activities, utilizing one's personal strengths, investing in something larger than oneself, and something known as flow experiences, how all these contribute to the individual believing their life is worth living. All these findings are pretty self-explanatory, except for flow experiences. Flow experiences is the meaning and fulfillment felt when you master a challenging task. And what is found is it's not what task it is, but more how the task is approached and performed. So I'm sure all of you have had that time when you're either trying to solve a maths problem or a riddle, and it feels like you spent five minutes on it, but when you look at the clock, you've noticed that one or two hours have passed. It's that experience. All this research is then taken and used to create models which can then be used in our daily lives. The first and most well-known model was created by Abraham Maslow and is known as Maslow's Hierarchy. This model involves a series of stages that an individual must complete in order to reach the end goal of self-actualization. The first stage involves physiological needs such as food, water and warmth. The second stage involves safety needs. Safety needs is not just personal safety, but also things like financial safety and feeling safe in one's family. The third stage is the need to be loved and to belong. This involves having intimate relationships as well as feeling loved and having a good support system. The fourth stage involves esteem needs. This includes being recognized by others for accomplishments as well as self-esteem and acceptance of oneself. The final stage is self-actualization. This is when one has reached all the other stages and now focuses on achieving their own full potential, the pursuit of more creative activities and helping others. So let's look at an example that most people can relate to. If you think back to that time where you or someone close to you lost their job and then you weren't sure how you're going to pay the bills or you kept worrying about when you're going to find a new job it's during times like these that you can notice it's very unlikely that you would be thinking about self-actualization when you're in this constant state of worrying about where's the next paycheck, where's the next dollar coming from. 
and this is the basis of Maslow's model. The second model takes quite a different approach from the first one. Instead of a series of stages that need to be completed to move on to the next stage, this theory looks at five aspects which are elements of our whole and that mastering these five elements will help one reach a life of fulfillment. This theory is known as PERMA theory and was developed by Martin Seligman. The first element of this theory is positive emotions. This is more than just being happy. This is having an optimistic view of the past, the present and the future. The second aspect is engagement. This is the need for us to find activities that require full engagement and reach that state of flow as we mentioned earlier. The third element is relationships. Because humans are social animals, we thrive on love, connection and intimacy with others and it is very important to build strong relationships with family and friends. The fourth aspect is meaning and this aspect proposes that it is very important for humans to have a clear distinct purpose while they are on this earth. We will go into more detail about this specific aspect later in the video. The fifth and final aspect is accomplishments. This involves having goals and ambition, but also keeping in mind that these goals are realistic so that one can achieve the goals and have a sense of satisfaction from achieving these goals. I find this theory quite interesting as it shows purpose as one element of many needed to live a fulfilled life. The third model we will look at is known as the tripartite model of subjective well-being. It was developed by Ed Diner. This model is based on the individual's view of these three distinct but related components for well-being. The first component is frequent positive effects. This is positive emotions, moods and feelings. And then the second aspect is infrequent negative effects, which is negative emotions, feelings and moods. These two aspects are then measured against one another to find the effective balance. If the balance is towards positive emotions, this can be associated with a greater happiness and outlook on one's life. The final aspect is life satisfaction. This is of course related to the previous two, but is described as global judgments of one's life. Such factors as work satisfaction, family satisfaction, the ability to set and achieve goals. Next, we'll look at logotherapy. This was a theory created by Viktor Frankl. This is a theory for life purpose as well as a treatment method. This theory is based on the premise that humans are driven to find a sense of meaning and purpose in their life. There are three ways this is done. First, by creating work or accomplishing some tasks. Second, by experiencing something fully or loving somebody. And thirdly, by the attitude that one adopts towards unavoidable suffering. Next, we'll look at terror management theory. So this theory proposes a basic psychological conflict, which is the result of our self-preservation instincts and the realization that we will eventually die. This conflict produces a terror, which is then managed by adopting cultural values or symbolic systems that help give life a sense of meaning and value. Some such beliefs are belief in the afterlife, in reincarnation or in any other aspect that makes one feel like they are part of something greater which will outlive them. And finally we will look at developmental stage theories. This is a group of theories 
that were initially created to divide child development into distinct stages where certain aspects of life are mastered. Later theorists expanded this developmental theory to include adult development. The basis of these theories is that there are a set of goals or focal points in each stage which need to be achieved or modified so that one can successfully move through this stage into the next stage. Thanks for watching. Please hit the like button if you enjoyed this video and subscribe if you'd like to see more videos in the future. I've also attached a list of references in the about section of this video. And please feel free to leave suggestions for topics for future videos.